From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. I'm Christopher Norton, Director of Marketing here at Potomac, and with me today is our Director of Advisor Engagement, Jeff Goodnow. Jeff, good to see you. Morning. Yeah, get that coffee. Wake so, up early. I get, you know, you know, <laughs> I, this is going to be a staple for me when I do this. Um, I wanted to start today by asking you a very important question, and that is, when is the last time you saw the movie Apollo 13? It's been probably three years. It's been about okay. two, three years. Okay, that's not bad. I Yeah, it's a good movie. It, it, it pained me when I looked it up to realize that it was made in 1995, and we're coming up on the 25th anniversary of the film. Um, but I, I, I bring it up for, for a specific reason, because there's a line in that movie where Gene Krantz, who's the flight director at NASA, after everything goes to hell, says, I don't care what it was designed to do, I want to know what it can do. That is an excellent heroic statement in a moment of crisis, but it's not the way advisors should approach creating content. And I have seen that over and over again, where people just sort of get a hodgepodge of things together, and like, this will work, we'll make it work. And then they produce something that is subpar. And so what I wanted to talk about today is sort of a follow-up to the, the, the podcast podcast that you and Manish did uh, a while back, was yeah. really kind of dive into how to create content with excellence and simply. How to do it without spending a lot of money, without needing to have a lot of technical expertise. How can I create something that looks great, that just helps me get my message out to the people that I care the the most about, which is my audience. Right. Well, that's, you know, there's a, there's a really routine saying around our, our shop, which is don't let good, uh, perfect stand in the way of good. Um, uh, you know, and it's, and that's really the deal. What we're trying to do here is not tell you how to, how to make the next, you know, Emmy winning whatever award for podcast there might be right. Kind of podcast, but look, let's, let's get, help you get something that's, uh, it looks credible, um, is engaging, and and doesn't break the bank trying to do so. So, um, so on that note, I mean, where do we where do we start? I mean, you video, audio, editing. There's all kinds of things that go into this. Where do we start in in our part two? <laughs> right. So I I, I want to start with um, what I think makes the best media content, and that is great audio. When when we get into this, and 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 really what what drove me to want to to do a follow-up was I, I see advisors making mistakes on kind of both ends of the spectrum. Either they're, they're recording with, with something from 1985 and their AirPods and they're, they're like sitting back with their hands on their belly and they're just going to talk to the screen and think that this, this is really interesting. Or hey, I, I resemble that remark. Watch out now. I, I've got a, I've got a nice, a nice uh, landing zone here. That's what I like to call or on the other side of it, they're like, I'm going to get a green screen and I'm going to like spin in a chart about the S&P. And it's just, 
it's just it's they they go they go too far and and so I, I want to focus on here are the the very simple key things to help you produce great content and that starts with great audio whether you're doing an audio podcast whether you're doing video that you're going to put out on social media or, or on your website it all starts with really great audio and I have heard that from pretty much anybody that I've ever worked with in the production industry from hosting companies to production companies they all agree that it starts with great audio and it it's it doesn't have to be difficult it really comes down to choosing the right type of recording device for what you're doing and and I think we have a pretty good setup here and I'm going to use myself as an example of how to do it wrong uh, I have in my collection uh, this uh, right here. This is a this is a studio shotgun mic that I have had for a long time, um, and it is it is probably one of the best recording devices that I have ever owned in 15 years of doing this, because it is so directional. That's that's why it's so long. You can you can aim it right at right. a person and pick them up great, or you can go over here and you can't really hear them at all. And and it's an exceptional piece of equipment if you're at a conference and you know you're going to have a certain amount of kind of ambient background noise but you want to pick up right. a person or in a studio where you've got a nice quiet dead space padded room and you just want crisp great audio you know where it doesn't work where? in my dining room which is where hey, i'm sitting right now in here it's an echo chamber which is why the first time I appeared on this podcast right. with Manish, my audio wasn't great. So what did I do? I went and I got the same condenser microphone that you and Manish use. And it is perfect for really any space where you just want great audio. And, and it's designed to sit this close to it. And I just hit that, so you probably heard that. But it's designed <laughs> to sit this close to it so that you can just capture someone's sound in a very crisp clean way this what? is designed to be used from 15 20 feet away so you don't have a mic in the shot right but when you're recording this type of content this works great well that's one of the things that in this process i, I you know I, look i had no clue when manish and i first got started with the podcast and you mentioned you know you accidentally you know bumped the microphone you know i didn't realize i always saw these contraptions i've seen howard stern or other you know tv versions of of radio shows etc right and what i didn't realize is this whole contraption uh here i'll raise it up there this whole thing is supposed to be an anti-shock setup right so it right. helped to avoid some of that if it something a little gets mm -hmm. bumped or maybe the table moves a little bit it it's supposed to help separate that. So, you know, there's just a learning process. It's not like we're just trying to, oh, well, let's a bigger mic makes us look really cool. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and and you know, this microphone, we'll, we'll put it in our show notes. This is this is honestly, it's a $20 microphone. And Manish yeah. was shocked that he talked me into a $20 microphone. But again, it doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to be the right piece of equipment for the job. It's paired with this, which is an audio recorder. We all have one. Yep. Um, 
that records on an SD card that when I'm done, I can just pop it in my computer and I've got an audio file like that. There's no transfer, there's no long process, there's no dealing with trying to sync it to my computer. It just records right into a box. There's no conflicts with anything. I don't have to worry about drivers and technology or anything like that. It just records onto a card and I stick it into my computer. Right. And, and that's one of the things be that... more simple. Right. That's one of the things that we ran into is trying to get, I mean, for crying out loud, I even ended up with a new laptop before you explained to us we needed to get a separate audio recorder. Just because even a, you know, even a decent computer can only do so much and and doing the audio and video, these are, these are pretty good. The video itself is a pretty good size file. So, you know, just trying to do that work, if you can eliminate one of those pieces and do it in something that, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a, few hundred bucks but in the scheme of things i think it's worked a lot better for us we haven't had any uh, hold on we haven't had any audio problems (laughs) yet let's uh let's make sure this is still recording okay bonus Mm -hmm. yeah well the if if there's one piece of advice that people take away from this it's it's that i always recommend that you do not be reliant upon computers for your recording have separate devices have a camera have an audio recorder don't have it dependent on a computer because anytime you're running it off a computer you run the risk of some program con conflicting with it something pops up on your calendar that even though you told it to mute it 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 f's everything up it's just it's not worth using a business computer to drive your production equipment it's one thing if you had a dedicated production machine, but but most people don't, and I would never recommend that for no. this type of work. It's overkill. And, and it, it is. It's better to just have dedicated devices, have a camera, have an audio recorder and a microphone, and and rely on the, the, the good separate quality that you'll get from that. Yeah, exactly. So, so is there, are there any other thoughts on the video side of the equation? Yeah, so... You know, a lot of people ask, well, if I'm doing an audio podcast, why would I need to record a video? And mm-hmm. and the simple answer is you don't. You don't need to. But it's a simple step to add that opens up the door to all kinds of new possibilities. When you record an audio podcast, you're going to put it out on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and SoundCloud and a bunch of different places. But to reach new people, you need things to share. And that's going to take place on your website. It's going to take place in social media. And we'll have, a, we'll have a whole conversation around distribution. But adding video to the process gives you more media to work with and more engaging media to work with. Right. If I'm going to share something on Twitter or Facebook, the statistics show me that if I do video, my chances of engagement go up exponentially. Uh, if I'm going to do something on Instagram, which is a visual platform anyway, it's a no-brainer. So if I'm going to go through the trouble to record this, to add a camera as another layer to give me so much more to work with, I feel like is a no-brainer. It's not that much more work, and it gives you a wealth of content. Because you can take everything that you've done for a podcast, split it up into clips, put it out on social media like we do with this one, and use it to help build an audience for your podcast and drive subscribers. Now, this is where I, I say timeout because it look when you do add video, right? Mm-hmm. It, it it's not that it's not that it's that much terribly terribly more complicated, 
But you do right. have to be aware it is one more variable, right? And anytime you add a variable, True. you can have, let's say, let me speak from personal experience, a schizophrenic computer because my video is recording through my computer even though my audio is not using the device that you mentioned. And a couple weeks ago, about uh, two-thirds of the way through our podcast, I have a monitor over here to the side, right, where I can see what's being recorded, which that's why I occasionally glance over there. And it, much like the intro that you created, which it was intentional for our podcast, where it's a little bit, you know, screens. No, that's what my computer was actually doing. And it was closing, <laughs> turning off, uh, you know, like the screensaver every two or three minutes. So the last four or five minutes of the podcast, I basically had to redub. And, uh, you know, you gave me a good clip from Manish, and so I was just restating what I had already done. Hopefully it didn't come out too bad. But, but yeah, the stress level for that couple of minutes was pretty high on my part as I'm trying to be funny and, uh, like, know that this is just going crazy over here. So, you know, sometimes it does uh, go a little wacky, but that's one time out of, what are we at, 22, 23 episodes or something that, uh, that this computer, this video, this software had one issue, and it hasn't had it again since. So... So it's a good point. Anytime you add another layer, you of course create the opportunity for something to go wrong. But if you plan for it and set things up the right way, you can minimize that. And every now and then everybody's gonna run into something. It happened to me, uh, as Manish called out, uh, as well. Um, you know, this kind of goes back to the separate devices conversation. I, I believe there is value in not using a computer to record, and it's and it's where I'd like to move all of us eventually, um, and and just shoot on a phone. Um, I have used everything from five thousand dollars cinema cameras with really nice lenses um, to little handy cams and everything in between. And with the advancements in technology and the fact that we all have one basically anyway, the value in just putting your phone on airplane mode so you know it's not gonna break, it's not gonna get interrupted by a phone call or by some sort of notification. Just put it in airplane mode and hit record and you've got video, done. And it's gonna record audio from the room and you're gonna record audio in your audio device and we'll talk about editing in a minute but you can drop those in, the computer will automatically sync them for you and you're done. So it is a very simple, clean, easy process to get great video and and you don't have to worry about conflicts and drivers and meltdowns i will say um i had an issue because i didn't back up my phone and if if anybody knows me or follows me on social media you know i, I shoot a ton of video with my kid we make movies it's kind of our thing and and so even though i have a large capacity phone it's pretty much always maxed out and, and I hit my limit and I wasn't paying attention and uh, it stopped recording. So I, I had the same problem as you did. But yeah. if as, as long as you make sure you have space on your phone before you hit the record button, there's very, there's, there's very little that can go wrong. And it will give you phenomenal quality um, with a very easy setup. The, these devices are designed to create great, flat, easy, pretty video um, that works really well for this type of setup. Yeah, 
and, and this is where I think this is a good time to reference. Obviously, we, you know, we at Potomac have complicated this slightly more because we want this to be a two-person interaction, right? Where most people are doing a podcast, unless they do the occasional interview, they're doing it on their own. And so, you know, again, do what we say, not necessarily what we do. But, but I think this is a, a good example where sometimes that that you know uh, you're right it is simple we've done a ton of videos over the years uh with our phones just doing individual videos you know a short one minute topic uh you know hitting that and releasing it so you know i've used windows movie maker i've used mavavi i've used we video i've used a lot of different things but ultimately like the overdub which ironically the problem on our video came when we did call you out for your video problem uh, you know we need a good editor and that's where you come in so why don't you hit some of the details on editing yeah, so I, I always tell people, you know, there's there's thousands of video editor softwares out there, and they're all, you know, a lot of them are pretty good, but but choose the editor for what you're trying to output. Uh, it's like anything else, the, just like with a microphone and camera, pick the right tool for the job you're trying to create. You don't need to go out and use a big sophisticated editing system and feel like you're going to have to spend hours learning a new technology, there can be pretty straightforward and easy to use. So my, my, the first recommendation I'm actually going to, to make is um, one that actually is on the iPhone. There is a great app called Clipomatic that lets you record right in the app. And what's fantastic about it is that it live creates your subtitles. So if you're just oh, creating cool. short video for social media, it will automatically create the subtitles. And when you're done, when you hit end record, you have a video. You can go back and trim it and, and you're good to go. So if you're just doing short mobile clips, Clipomatic is a fantastic tool to use. Um, we, we love subtitles on our social videos because the audio doesn't play automatically. And the last thing you want is just some clip of somebody there going like, like that, that's not, Oh, let me find my volume. And then, oh, it's, it's but I like I'm old Kung Fu movies. That's my favorite. <laughs> when it comes to actually editing a podcast like this, there's a few that I'm going to recommend. Um, number one is, uh, a tool called Adobe Premiere. Um, a lot of people in their businesses will have Adobe um, for some of their marketing work. They'll have Illustrator or something like that. And that, since Adobe has just gone to a pretty inexpensive subscription where you get all their programs for one, for one price, Premiere is a fantastic tool. It works on Mac, it works on PC, it works everywhere. It's what I learned on 15 years ago. They've continued to evolve it. It's very user-friendly. You drag in your clips, you make a couple edits, you export. Best place to start, I recommend for people, is, is Adobe Premiere. Um, there's another one that's very similar to it that's actually made by a camera company called DaVinci Resolve. I have not used it a lot, but I know a lot of people that do. It similarly works across every different kind of platform and is very user-friendly. One of the things that I like about it is that it can be as simple or as robust as you want it to be. There's all kinds of really sophisticated things that you can add to it if you want to create you know, graphics along the bottom and things like that, but you don't have to. You can keep it very simple. We use something similar for that exact reason. We use a program on Mac called Final Cut Pro. Um, they came out with a new version of it about 
it's it's been eight eight or nine years now actually and it was kind of initially shunned because it used to be a major pro application that they were editing movies on and they they kind of rebuilt it more for people like me and the kind of work that 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 we do here um, but again what's great about it is i i like to compare it to the iphone if you think about it the iphone itself is really just a web browser and a camera all Pretty of much. the other things all of the other things that it does um, are through apps and other things that you download to it and use. Final Cut works the same way. It's a very simple, easy to use editor, but there's all kinds of things that you can plug in to add graphics and intros like we do for this podcast that are very user-friendly and easy to use. And, and for that reason, it's, it would be a, my top recommendation for anybody on a Mac, which I understand is not everybody for mm-hmm. some reason. Just a small uh, number of people. Bloomberg, Bloomberg traders are holding us back. Um, yeah. But those, those are the, those are the top ones that I would recommend um, for for the editing side of things. All right. So how about that green screen, dude? We ready to rock and roll and start putting like some spaceships flying around here, and you know, my in case I'm mobile, I don't have to be in front of my curtain at the back of my rig. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Just, Aww. it's just a, it's just a hard no. I, you know, I, I, I say that as someone with expertise in a million dollar green screen studio where we've done some really sophisticated digital studio with animated charts and things. And, and that can be great for, you know, billion dollar firms, but for advisors, that's not what people are coming to you for. They're coming to you for your specific expertise and views on what's going on. If they want CNBC, they can go watch that. So trying to add that kind of sophistication, I think detracts from the message and detracts from the opportunity to really connect with people and share your expertise. I saw one the other day where a guy had like Keanu Reeves like zooming in and then a spaceship. And, and it was all like 8-bit graphics and then like his hair was fuzzy because he hadn't lit his green screen right. And I was yeah. like, what, what, what confidence do you think you're instilling in people that you have any idea what you're doing? Green screen's hard when you do know what you're doing. So yeah. let's just stay away from that nonsense and focus on the message which is really what we're talking about here. Like path of least resistance so that you can communicate with somebody clearly about what you do. Yeah. All right, so we've made this thing, right? We've got good audio, we've got good video, and we've edited it all together. Now what? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. I, um, I want to add, too, that there is value in, in branding. I would, be, I would be neglecting who I am as a marketer to not talk about the value in brand. And and this is the perfect segue into what you just asked me. Just like I believe that there is power in the recognition of a firm's name and what it stands for and how you define your value proposition, that extends to every piece of content that you put out there. So finding a clip of music that defines your podcast, finding a little intro segment that is unique to you, adds value, it adds recognition. It's, it becomes something here's and they immediately equate it with you. And, and I, I think that that is incredibly value. And I, and I give props to Manish 
for doing that with this podcast before I even before I was even with the firm was was finding right. an artist that create creates music and, and selecting a track specific to us. The last thing you want to do is just go into some free default library somewhere and pick a piece of music and then a week later hear it on a commercial for indigestion medication. And I say that very specifically because it's happened to me before. And then you're like, terrific, terrific. So you already now, chose the Pepto-Bismol rig, a gig? I've, I've, I've been there. I, I've literally put out a video and then the next week been like, yep, 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 that anti-diarrhea medicine is my podcast. Your podcast Cheers, went guys. right down the shitter. That's what it boils down to. Literally could not have said that better. Yeah. Thank you. That's my job. So, so, uh, so what do we that, do from a distribution standpoint? Piece. I mean, yeah. once you get that, so that this, stuff this all together, is really, right? Yeah, I think this is really actually going to become a whole separate con. Separate conversation will be part three of this podcast series. Is now now what do we do with it now that we now that we've made it? Um, okay. Because there's a lot of things that are very important for people to think about when it comes to how you put this out, and not just not just where am I going to stick it on my site, but of the 45 different distribution channels that exists on the web. What is going to be more, most valuable for this audience? And I really want to kind of dig into that and talk about the value of, of paid versus free, where it's worth it to spend a little money, where it's not, and where people can get the most bang for their buck. All right. Cool. Well, as we, uh, I think that'll be a good, good part three. So let's, uh, let's yeah. move on and wrap this up a bit with uh, recommendations. What do you have for a recommendation this week, Christopher? Okay, so I'm going to shock everybody here and go with something from Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I, I know, right? Wait, hold uh, on. Let me create I, my own emoji. Yeah, ready? Oh, there we go. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that <laughs> screenshot. Um, oh, goody. But uh, I, I actually picked this because it was one of the few, like, half-hour shows that they actually have on, on Apple TV+. And I, I watched the trailer, and I was intrigued. Um, I people that know me know that I'm kind of an old soul. Um, I'm gonna sit and listen to a jazz album and drink wine before I'm gonna go to a party. Probably couldn't name many songs that were written in the last five or more years. Um, it's just it's just sort of who I am. And so along comes this show on Apple TV Plus called Dickinson about Emily Dickinson, the 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 poet, and it is set. It's a period piece, so it's it's set in the 1800s, but it's done in a completely modern way. And on paper, it sounds like something I would hate, but I absolutely love it. Um, the, this sort of juxtaposition that they create between the sort of parent generation who talk and speak and act like people of that time and a And that young... time being mid-1800s. Exactly. Um, and a young early 20s Emily Dickinson who talks and acts like people do today and and the music is very much of right now and and all of that creates just this incredible world that really just highlights how far ahead of her time Emily Dickinson was because the one thing they don't change is her poetry which just stands gotcha. exactly as it was written and it is it's it's hilarious. It's it's crazy. 
and it is just like a visual joy to watch. They've done just done right. such an incredible job with it. I'm only about halfway through the first season, but I highly recommend. All right. Well, that's interesting because because I'm going to go almost the opposite direction. And one of my okay. one of my fa- this is a, this is what I this is my airplane go to. Uh, I always try and find series that are done and and five six seven years worth of of series. And in this case, it's The Americans on FX. And the reason I like to find stuff like that is because I can download, depending upon my flights, as I fly a fair amount, you know, over the year, right? Sure. I can download four or five episodes, and I know on the plane exactly what I'm going to do. It just takes all the mystery out of it. I don't have to worry about, do I get Wi-Fi, do I not, this, that, or the other. And uh, it's kind of interesting because, you know, it's a flashback to all of the... Uh, you know the the period of the seven uh, late seventies early eighties the Reagan era and Americans and so you know it's it's going back and they're doing the full context of that time period they're just throwing in the fact that there are these you know s- operatives if you will uh, Russian spies in America that look like your average American family and so you know it's just a it, it's it's not trying to play that sort of game uh, as far as you know, part now part then this is just. Yeah. It looks like you're watching the 70s or late 80s, excuse me, late 70s or early 80s. And as a child of 1970, that's my wheelhouse as a kid growing up. And yeah. I remember all those yeah. things and going to high school was the Reagan era. And, you know, so so I remember a lot of that. And it's just kind of a fun flashback as well as, yeah, the story itself is actually good. So, you know, again, there's, awesome. geez, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes a, a year and there's like six or seven years. So, so plenty there to to watch and you can of course pick it up at any point you hop on another plane or 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 whatever have that be your go-to so yeah. anything else for this podcast sir i don't think so thank you All very right. much for your time yeah this was good yeah, absolutely so let's rock and roll so do us a favor if you're watching like subscribe if you have any comments go to the connect us page on www.potomacfun.com and we'll catch you next time All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.